This is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. It is not good news for crews battling the massive wildfires in California. Unfortunately, we do have a very dry air mass filtering into the state of California. Uh, If you look at weather observations right now in the Sacramento Valley um, and into the North Bay, we do have relative humidity readings uh, in the critical teens to single digits out there. PG&E meteorologist Scott Strenfeld says the winds are also picking up Southern California under an extreme red flag warning for powerful Santa Ana winds. It could make the destructive Getty wildfire that much worse. On Wall Street this morning, stocks modestly lower right now. The Dow is down about eight points. The S&P is off two. The Nasdaq down five points. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio coming up here on Wellness 1570. Thanks for being part of what we do on a daily basis. We always appreciate your comments and feedback. You can uh, connect with us via social media at our Facebook page. We update your forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies in 36. A few more clouds in 23 tonight. Partial clearing on Thursday with a high near 38. And right now could see a few flurries in the air on Friday. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS 128231 Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Attention homeowners! Dreaming about that home improvement project? With a strong housing market, chances are your home's value has gone up. And with a 15-year fixed interest rate of just 2.75% with a 3.005% APR, a cash-out refinance from Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and give you the cash you need for those home improvements. At Cash Call Mortgage, we're a direct lender and we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing cost. Whether it's for home improvements, getting rid of debt, or just putting away extra money for that inevitable rainy day. Cash Call Mortgage could mean achieving two great financial moves with just one call. The cash you need now and a lower interest rate. For a free quote to see if you qualify, call Cash Call Mortgage at 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. 
securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about mind your business. Mind your business. No, I'm not chastising you. I'm not telling you to, quote, stay in your own lane. You know, that's a new one now, you know. In other words, just pay attention to what's going on with you and don't worry about me. I'm not telling you to mind your P's and Q's. Nope. I'm telling you to mind your business. Mind your business. You know, if you have a J-O-B, you know, if you get a paycheck, uh, we spend a majority of our waking hours at that J-O-B if you think about it, right? I mean, you spend eight to ten hours, quote, at work. Uh, and then you got preparation time to get to work and then driving to work. And then you got uh, leaving work, going home and all that. So if you take 24 hours a day, if you were to parse it out, you know, you spend about, uh, you know, two to three hours uh, eating. You spend probably an hour a day uh, use the restroom, doing whatever, that stuff. You start tapering out. You got eight hours of work. You start doing all that stuff. And you'll see that if you have a J-O-B, a majority of your waking hours is spent at that J-O-B. And in my leadership training, I have lots of people from all walks of life, from all income levels. I have construction workers. I have CEOs of Fortune 100 companies. I have uh, doctors, lawyers. I have military people, uh, retired people, college students, housewives, house husbands. And we have them pose questions to themselves. And I said, what is your business culture? What, uh, w- what values do you want to have in your business? And because I deal with such a diverse group of people, I would say your business is wherever you spend a majority of your waking hours. Wherever you spend a majority of your waking hours. So if you don't get a paycheck, and let's say you're a housewife uh, or a house husband, your uh, business uh, is your uh, family. It's taking care of the house. 
if you're a college student or your full-time job is going to school, uh, then your business is education. If you're a retired person, uh, your business is enjoying your life. You get it? Wherever you spend the majority of your waking hours, uh, that is, quote, what we call in my training, your business. And that's what I mean by mind your business. You know, uh, if you ever got someone that has a single shop, you know, mom and pop shop, shop, you know, a lot of times when they say, where are you going, Dad? I'm going to mind the store. You know, what are you doing, Dad? Well, I'm just minding the store, and there's no one else here, so I'm minding the store, Right? And so you got to know what business you're in. And by the way, whatever business you're in, we're called to be the best, right? Colossians 3.23 tells us, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto God and not to man. Uh, I think it was Martin Luther that said, I don't care if you're a street sweeper. You'd be the best darn street sweeper there ever was to the glory of God, right? We are called to be the best at whatever we do. So in other words, if you're in the computer business, uh, you know computers. Uh, If you're in the car business, you know cars, right? You got my got my point here? I mean, I, I know some of you aren't believers in the God of the Bible and aren't believers in, in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, but, you know, no, no one can deny that Jesus Christ was a real person. Uh, I believe as a Christian that he was fully man and fully God, but some people just believe he was a good man or a prophet. Some people, but you cannot deny he was a man. He walked on this planet. You read the historical writings of Josephus, uh, you will you will hear about him. And the reason I use him as an example, he's a great role model for me. You know, we always uh, ask people in our class to to identify a role model in their life. You know, their leader in their life, someone who's helped them become who they are today. Someone that's more responsible for who they are today than anybody else. It could be a spouse, it could be a parent, it could be a teacher, it could be a friend. Uh, and, and they helped you become who you are today. And maybe they they stood for you when no one else could stand for you. Maybe they uh, uh, taught you values of work ethic or, or family values. Or, or maybe they, they brought you to a relationship with God. You know, that one person above all else who you would call the leader in your life. And I've never really had a lot of mentors. I've always been the one that people went to. I've always been a boy in a man's world. To this day, I counsel uh, pastors and CEOs. Uh, And so, you know, I I wrote this process in my class, and I never did it. I never went through that process. And a few years ago, I was thinking, you know, who would that leader in my life be? Uh, And if I had to pick someone outside of my mom, it would be Jesus. Jesus gives us a great example. And when Jesus was 12 years old, his family went to... uh, uh, to Jerusalem uh, for the Passover, and uh, everybody, there was a big old group of people, and they left, and after a few hours being gone, everybody's looking around and said, uh, uh, where, where's Jesus? Where, where's Jesus? And I thought, you had Jesus. No, I thought you had Jesus. Uh, and they went back and got him, and he said he was in the synagogue. He was in the temple, and he goes, where did you think I'd be? It'd be about my father's business. You know, there was another time when uh, uh, they were all eating, and Jesus was there with a woman at a well, and uh, uh, he hadn't eaten anything all day. He goes, oh, oh, Rabbi, you got to eat something. He said, I have food that you do not know of, and that food is to do the will of my Father. And so, you know, Jesus was all about his Father's business. And, and what you need to know, what is your business? You know, I've done a lot of work with uh, some big companies. You know, Coca-Cola is one of my big companies over the year, and uh, years ago, I had a CFO from the Mid-Atlantic region, which is in the Baltimore area from Coca-Cola Enterprises. Uh, his name was Doug Herndon. And I remember some point in training when the, it was a little more casual. Uh, he said, you know, Black, 
Coca-Cola is not in the sugar water business. Coca-Cola is in the people business. We just sell sugar water to make a profit. And I thought that was so profound. And, and the irony is, I think it was just a couple years later, maybe a couple years before, uh, I was reading the USA Today and uh, you know how sometimes they have those special pullouts, those segments. And it was during the Olympics, so it, was, it had to be 80. Uh, I think that was when the Olympics were, the 80 Olympics. And, and the headline was, uh, corporate CEOs uh, treated like rock stars in Olympic Village. And it was about all these corporate CEOs that hung out in Olympic Village and just everywhere they went to talk, there'd be crowds of people around them. They were like rock stars. And and I remember in the article, I think it was the CEO of McDonald's at the time, uh, and he basically said the same thing that Doug said. He said, you know, uh, McDonald's is not in the hamburger and french fry business. McDonald's is in the people business. We just sell hamburgers and french fries to make a profit. And today, that's what I'm talking about, mind your business. You know, we are all in the people business. I don't care where you get a paycheck from, if you get a paycheck. But we all are in the people business. I mean, if you look in the mirror, you're going to see a people. Uh, When you go to sleep at night, whether you share your bed with anybody or not, you sleep with the people, whether that be you or your spouse or somebody else, right? When we buy and sell stuff, uh, we buy and sell to people. Uh, Right now, the listeners out there that we want to reach all over the world, guess what they are? They are people. They might have different languages because we're all over the world, China, Russia, Brazil, Mexico. But you know what? They have a very similar thing that they are all people. We buy and sell. We get encouragement from. We hang out with. We go out and party with. We are all in the people business. And today, that's what I'm talking about, that we should mind our business. If we are in the people business, then we should know how people work. If we are in the people business, then we should know what the pros and cons are. If we are in the people business, we should know how to move a people and how to stop a people, right? Whenever you get on a a motorcycle or a bicycle, right, the two most important things, how do you get it going, right? How do you make it go? But you know what's more important than how do you make it go? How do you make it stop? Trust me, I got two wild Mustangs when I was a kid. The Bureau of Land Management would allow you to adopt them. Uh, And uh, I green broke a a horse named Shoshone. Uh, And when I was riding, I was the only person to ever ride her. She was a wild Mustang. And boy, I left the gate open. uh, And sure wished I knew how to stop her before she got to that gate because she knocked me unconscious. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about mind your business. We're in the people business. We should know how we work. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home 
Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're considering mind your business. Now, I'm not slapping you down. I'm not being mean. I'm not you know, putting you down. What I'm telling you is you got to know what business you're in. Yeah, we might make money selling this or selling this or doing this or doing that or or maybe creating this or creating that or whatever. We, we can make money doing a lot of things. And I'm not technically meaning that by what's your business. I don't mean where do you make money at, you know. Our, our business, if we have a job, is where we spend a majority of our waking hours. Uh, and let's be honest. We spend a majority of our waking hours with people. I don't know about you, but love is a verb. A lot of people think of love is a, a, is a feeling. It's not a feeling. It's a verb. Uh, you know, the John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, he did something about it. Uh, for I so love my family, I go to work every day. I, I do something to generate money. Uh, some people, for they so love their country that they join the military and put their life on the line to die for it. Some people actually die for their country. Uh, you, you've got to realize that that's what it is. For for I so love my wife, I do something about it. 
Uh, for I so love my kids, I do something about it. For I so love my God, I do something about it, right? That's, we're in the business. And so we got to know what's really important. Uh, it kind of reminds me of a story uh, I heard. Uh, a man, uh, after a long day at work, a single father, uh, came home from work late again, tired, irritated, you know, loved his kids so much, single dad, that he's working his butt off to provide for him, take care of alimony, do all that stuff. Uh, and after coming home late, he was shocked and, and stunned to find his five-year-old son waiting for him at the door. Uh, and he was a little put off because he'd had a bad day already and uh, his son should have been in bed. So he's already a little irritated. And upon seeing him, the little boy asked, uh, Daddy, may I ask you a question? And the man kind of a little put off. said, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. What is it? What is it? He said, Daddy, um, what do you do with your time? When you're gone all day, what what business are you in? And the father got a little frustrated. I mean, it's late at night. Kids should be in bed. He had a rough day. He's got to get to bed to get up the next day. And he does his best to answer him without sounding too irritated. Told him what he did a little bit. Uh, and the boy looked at him and said, Daddy, can I ask you another question? And now the father is starting to get real upset because he's tired. He's worn out. Boy should be in bed. He's ready to get going. Uh, and he said, sure, go, what, whatever. Yeah, what? And he goes, Daddy. How much money do you make an hour? And now he's really living. He goes, that's none of your business. Why would you ask me such a thing? The man said angrily. Uh, you know, a little boy replied, I just want to know. Please tell me, Daddy, how much do you make an hour? Pleaded the little boy. If you must know, uh, I make $20 an hour. Oh, the little boy replied. His head bowed. Looking up, he said, Daddy, may I borrow $10, please? Now the father's furious. I mean, all that's going on, the son should have been in bed, everything going on. He's tired, worn out, and the father was just absolutely living. He said, if the only reason you want to know what I did and how much money I make is just so you can borrow some, some money to, to buy a silly toy or some other nonsense, then you march yourself straight to your room and go to bed. You shouldn't be up anyways. And you think about why you're being so selfish. I work long, hard hours every day. And I don't have time for such childish games. And, I mean, the, the father just poured out. And the little boy, uh, sadly, quietly, uh, went to his room and shut the door. The man sat down and started getting even madder, thinking about how selfish the little boy was and questioning him and how dare him ask such questions, only get some money. And who takes care of me? You know, he, he was going full bore pity party, full bore victimhood. After about an hour or so, after the man had calmed down and started thinking that, you know, maybe he was a little bit hard on his son. And his son's probably in bed or at least laying there maybe crying and figured, you know, um, he needed to, to, to say something. He felt bad. And, and then he started giving his son the benefit of the doubt. You know, maybe there was something that his son really needed to buy, you know, with that $10. And he, he, he doesn't really ask for money that often. And so the guy is now, the father's now feeling guilty. If you know what I'm talking about, if you're a parent, uh, it's the one, one of the most guilt-ridden jobs I've ever had. So the man uh, finally went upstairs, you know, feeling guilty and shameful and uh, went to the door of the little boy's room and opened the door and uh, peeked inside to see the son was awake. And he looked like he was and he opened the door all the way and he said, son, uh, are you asleep? Are you awake? He asked, no, daddy, I'm awake, replied the boy. And so uh, he said, uh, the father said, you know, I've been thinking, maybe I was a little bit hard on you earlier, said the man. You know, it's been a long day. I'm, 
I'm worn out. You know, I want to be a great dad. I want to take care of you. And, uh, you know, and so I I'm, took my aggravation out of you. I'm so sorry. Uh, I hope you can forgive me. And, and I, I want to go ahead and give you that $10 you asked for. The little boy sat straight up beaming. Oh, thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy, he replied. Then with that, he reached under his pillow and he pulled out a whole bunch of crumpled little bills. Now the man's confused and starts going in a rage again. He, he saw that the boy already had money and he started to get worked up again. And with that, the little boy slowly counted out his money and then looked up the man. And he said, the father said to the boy, son, why did you want more money if you already had all that money under your pillow? The father grumbled. And with that, the little boy with the sparkle in his eye and the smallest face said, because I didn't have enough, but now I do. He said, enough for what? He said, daddy, I have $20 now. Can I buy an hour of your time? Wow. Mm. Boy, that story gets me choked up. Because that father uh, thought that he was in the sales business. That father, like a lot of us, got lost in, in the busyness of this world. That father got so wrapped up in his own petty little experience that he forgot that his job was to raise that little boy up to be a great young man, to spend time with him, to teach him, to show him that he had value, to show him that he, has, he matters. Because to a lot of people, the way people spell love is T-I-M-E. You know, there's a point in the Bible where Peter and John were uh, going to a synagogue and there was somebody, a beggar, a guy who begged every day outside the uh, the synagogue and uh, uh, he put him out, his friends put him out there every day and he'd beg for alms, you know, for money for the poor. Uh, and uh, Peter and John come up to him and he begs uh, Peter for some money and, and Peter says, uh, silver and gold I have none of, uh, but what I do have, uh, you may have freely. And, you know, that's it. We're all working. We're all exchanging our money for time. It's, we mortgage our life. It's called a job. You know, but that time, I, I heard it said many times, I've never been on my deathbed. But when you lie on your deathbed, uh, very few people ever say, I wish I would have spent more time at the office. I wish I would have spent less time building relationships. I wish I would have spent more time doing A, B, C, or D. It's not that at all. And so today, as we consider mind your business, I want you to know we're in the people business. And today I want to go over just a couple of basic truths about people, a couple of things about how people work. And why I bring this up is I'm getting ready to go to Sturgis. You know, every year I go to Sturgis uh, with the freebikewash.com people, uh, Michael Bashilla and his beautiful wife, uh, the Bashillas, uh, just great people. They've been doing it for 20-some years. And, and I go up to Sturgis, and i got to be honest with you, Boy, it's a terrible time to go to Sturgis. Uh, a guy who I poured into, who was my right-hand man, who loved me, who would die for me, who uh, you know would do anything to change lives like we're doing, walked out of me on Saturday at the end of a class without notice. Just say, hey, um, thanks for bringing me back to God. I'm, I'm done with you guys. Can I have a hug? And so, man, I'm short people. I was blindsided, and I, I should be working. I should be working to get butts in chairs. I should be working to create radio shows. But yet, I'm going to go to Sturgis. Why? Because I'm in the people business. 
because I do what I can to live outside my comfort zone. And after break, we're going to talk about the three zones that we all live in. We're going to talk about the three roles that every single human being is. And I'm actually going to give you three what I call HR 101s. HR 101s, uh, basic truths about people. And see, being, what I do is I, I do my best to get outside my comfort zone because, you know, in my world, I'm a big fish in a small pond. I'm Mr. Black. You know, it's always got people coming to me. And so that's comfortable for me. And so what I do is purposely uh, twice a year uh, put myself outside my comfort zone. One of those things is I go to Sturgis. I've never had a, a, a motorcycle. Uh, I've never driven a motorcycle. A scooter doesn't count. Uh, I don't have a single piece of ink on my skin. My skin is the same skin that God gave me, and not a single tattoo on it or marking on it that I put there, not at all. And so I go to Sturgis every year to hang out with people that I out really don't have a lot in common with. Uh, I go to Sturgis every year so I can pour myself out uh, and invest in people, people I wouldn't normally pa- cross their path, people I wouldn't normally talk to, people I might be afraid of. And so I do that because I want to know people. If you're in the car business, you know all about all kinds of different cars. If you're in the computer business, you know all the things about different computers. Uh, if you take a religious study class, I don't care what your faith is, you're going to learn about all kinds of different things. And so I go to Sturgis to learn about all kinds of different people. And the second thing I do is once a year, I, I go to Minneapolis with a group called Common Ground, and I study the Quran. I reach out to Muslims. I uh, seek to understand the Quran and understand what Muslims believe and then do my best to help Muslims uh, understand Jesus because in the Quran there are 94 ayats that mention Isa al-Masir. And so those are the two big things I do to be outside my comfort zone, to connect with people I wouldn't normally connect with, to reach out to people I normally wouldn't come in contact with, and to really seek first to understand and then be understood. Why? Because I'm in the people business. And I want to know people from all walks of life, all income levels, so I can help people become the best version of themselves. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're considering about minding your own business. And what is that business? Tune in in three minutes, and we'll talk about it. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. 
If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. 800-708-3091 That's 800-708-3091 Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your life caddy, and today we're talking about mind your business. And the business is people. We are all in the people business. Whether you get a paycheck, whether you have a J-O-B, whether you're gainfully employed or not, we are in the people business. I'll prove my point. When it's all said and done, at the end of our lives, you know what matters? You know this. It's the relationships. It's the people we've touched. It's the impact we've made. What do you think a eulogy is? A eulogy is all those wonderful, nice, positive things that people say about you when you're not there to hear them. And I learned a long time ago, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. People don't plan on living a life that's uneventful. People don't plan on living a life that's insignificant. People don't plan on living a life that some might call a waste. It's never planned that way. So if you want to live a life of significance, if you want to live a life that makes a difference, if you want to live a life that matters, that takes being business-minded. You got to be about your business. You got to mind your business because businesses don't just become successful. Businesses don't just flourish. You've got to make that happen. You've got to make that happen. And since we are all in the people business, you got to know people more than just yourself. More than just your family, more than just a couple people you greet as you're going into office and you say goodbye to as you're leaving. You need to step out and meet all kinds of different people because just like if you go to a dealership, go to any car dealership around this country. You know, one of our good clients in uh, North Carolina is uh, Vestal GMC, Vestal Buick. Send a lot of their people to us. And I don't know how many cars. I think someone told me like 300. If you go to Vestal GMC, Vestal Buick, you'll see like 300 vehicles out there. And there are all kinds of different vehicles. There are big ones, short ones, orange ones, red ones, green ones, yellow ones. Some are good gas mileage. Some are terrible gas mileage. Some are trucks. Some are cars. Some are, got my point, some are old, some are young. Sounds a lot like us, right? 
So I always tell people, when you're looking at me, don't look at my body. Don't look at my carbon-based life form. That's not me. That's my vehicle. And I use the analogy that, you know, I used to drive an orange beetle. And when I drove down the street, no one waved at me and said, hey, there's black, the orange beetle. I wasn't in the car. I was the guy inside the car. And the Bible calls this body a temporary dwelling. Uh, uh, it, it's a vehicle, if you will. It's a, called a tabernacle. It's just a temporary dwelling place. It's something we occupy for a short period of time. Uh, this will be worm food someday, carbon-based life form. You know what that means? Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. But I'll be somewhere else. And so you got to know the basics of people. You know, uh, Abraham Maslow wrote, wrote something called a hierarchy of needs. And identified five needs uh, that every single human being need, has. You know, first need is biological, physiological needs, air, food, drink, shelter, warmth. Uh, second need is safety needs, protection from elements, security, order, loss, stability. The third is love and belongingness needs, friendship, intimacy, affection, and love. The fourth is uh, esteem needs, and we call this now success. Achievement, mastery, independence, status, dominance. And then the fifth one, the highest level, significance. Self-actualization needs because really there's only three ways to live your life. You can live it to survive, to get through. You can live it to succeed, which is the next level. But even success is all about you. It is that highest level, that level called significance. And what's so powerful about significance is you have to include other people. You know, I hear this all the time from successful people that I that I tutor, that I that I life caddy, that I coach, whatever you want to call it. They say, you know, black is lonely at the top. You know, it's lonely at the top. And I always tell people, why didn't you bring anybody with you? It doesn't need to be lonely at the top. You should be bringing people with you because a party of one ain't much of a party at all. And so... You know, like the guy who left me, uh, I was talking to uh, Trevor, my producer, on the break. And he said, oh, that guy must have done you wrong. I said, you know, he's done me. He looked out for himself. He, uh, you know, I've done it before. I can't sit here and judge him and call him a terrible person. I've done similar things. Not proud of it. Doesn't make it okay what he did. But see, that's one thing that we're going to talk about today. You need to understand this one word called understanding. And what's missing today is understanding. We're so righteously indignant. We're so busy hating Trump and hating this and hating that. Look at all the hate on the other side of the haters of Trump. And they hate Trump because he's a hater and they spew with such hatred and bitterness. Isn't that amazing that we can condone our own hatred while condemning everybody else's? That's what the Bible talks about. He said, you know, when criticizing a, a brother and saying, man, you're so wrapped up in the splinter in your brother's eye that you don't see the plank in your own eye. What God's saying, if that sin bothers you so much, why are you okay with it in your life? Why are you okay with that hatred in your life? Why are you okay with the prejudice in your life? Why are you okay with the bigotedness in your life? You're first to call out Trump or somebody else on it. But what about the man in the mirror? What about that one person? And see, that's what's lacking today is understanding. You know, because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position of a better relationship. This is why you need to know some things about people. Number one, there are only three ways to look at any situation. They're called perceptual positions. You need to get this. 
first position is from our own eyes. And if you watch the Democratic uh, presidential contenders, which I didn't watch it, but each one of them is telling you their first position, what they believe. It's by default what they're going to do, what they think, what they're, it's all about them. That's, that's first position self, seeing everything through our own eyes. There's another position called second position, and that's other. That's the ability to put yourself in someone else's moccasins. You know, that's technically what empathy is. And boy, the world lacks empathy today. What we need is a lot of empathy. We need mercy and grace. We need a, to be long-suffering like our God is. Because, boy, not a lot of empathy. And empathy can't take place in first position. You can imagine what someone's going through, but that's not the same thing. Second position requires that actually get out of your map of reality and become the other person. Actually step into their map of reality. And so I always say to people, can you understand, you know, in Chicago, I remember years ago when Michael Jordan was big. You know, they talk about what Michael Jordan did, and there's a, a dark side and a light side of Chicago. When you go on the other side of Chicago, on the dark side, boy, everything changes. That a, a young man, by the time he's 18 years old, has more of a chance to leave that inner city uh, by a gel, uh, gel cell or a coffin more than he does on his own in a successful way. And so given that situation, think about that. Would you kill someone for five bucks? Or how about this? Can you see how someone can kill someone for five bucks? And I can. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not condoning it. It doesn't make it right. I'm saying when I step into that, those shoes, that there is no hope, then yeah, I see with no future how I could kill someone for five bucks. Or I should say how someone else could kill someone. I don't think I could ever kill someone. But how someone else could kill someone for five bucks. See, I was just talking about the neural, uh, not neurological levels, I'm sorry, um, the hierarchy of, of needs by Abraham Maslow. But let me give you a quote by Hal Lindsey. He said, man could live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. And see, when you take away hope from people, then they'll do anything. They get as debased as you can get. If you look at something Hurricane Katrina, when people felt helpless and hopeless, you know, they rob each other, rape each other. I mean, you see the baseness of man when you get to helpless and hopeless. And so that's why I say rule number one about being a leader. Number one, it's not about you. Get off yourself, leaders. It's about how you can serve people, how you can be a conduit for people. But let me tell you right now, the number one element of a leader, the number one commodity of a leader is hope. We're supposed to be hope peddlers. And this is another thing you got to realize about people, is people can be a lot of things. They can be selfish. They can be bitter. Matter of fact, I love the the poem, uh, there are two kinds of people, leaners and lifters. It says, there are two kinds of people on earth today, two kinds of people no more, I say, not the good or the bad. For it's well understood, the good are half bad, and the bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years, bring each man his laughter and each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth, you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud, for in life's busy span, who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift, and the people who lean. 
Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided in these two classes. And strangely enough, you'll find too, I mean, there's only one lifter for 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? Or are you a leaner who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and scare? See, I believe on a good person, a good leader, someone who wants to be in the people business, who wants to be better, that there are three roles that we play. We are a leader, we are a conduit, and we are a warrior. And leader is all about in being in a loop and understanding that loop. A conduit's about being a pass-through agent. We've all been blessed. Are you a conduit or are you a cistern? Are you holding on to all the blessings as a conduit? I mean, as a cistern, or are you passing them on to other people uh, as a vessel, as a conduit? And the third one is warrior, fighting a good fight. Are you fighting for the innocence uh, of your children? Are you fighting for the sanctity of your wedding bed? Are you fighting for market share? Are you fighting the good fight? Are you fighting to keep America's ground in the Bible? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about minding your business. We're talking about the basics of being human beings. Because we are a human being, we sell to human beings, we sleep with human beings, we procreate human beings, and we look in the mirror, we are a person. And so in three minutes, we'll come back, and I'll give you some basic rules of this condition called human. Give a person, give a, person fish. a fish, and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish, and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. 
What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And if you miss any of this radio show, the cool news is you can listen to it at your own leisure. And in most markets, you can listen to it twice a day. Because I want to get your noodle working. I want to get you thinking. I want to get you out of that uh, group think, out of that easy believism, and actually challenge your thinking. I want you to be a critical thinker. I want you to be creative in your thinking. I want you to be reflective in your thinking. I want you to be adaptable in your thinking. And I want you to be desirous in your thinking. Because thinking is talking to yourself. And the way you talk to yourself dictates the way you talk to everybody else. And so if you miss any of this radio show, the easy way, you can go back to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and many other archived messages at your own leisure. But the good news is if you're in Minneapolis, St. Paul on AM 1570, our flagship station, uh, you are blessed because they're smart enough to play us twice a day. Yep, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replays on drive time on the way home. 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And the cool news, because of our relationship with them, you can listen on iHeartRadio. I know Nivaldi uh, and his friends in Sao Paulo, Brazil, listen every single day on iHeartRadio. And all you got to do is go to iHeartRadio and query Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570. And there you'll find us Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're also in the beautiful city of St. Louis. Uh, you can listen to us 7 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 a.m. The St. Louis Gospel Experience. And if you go to uh, iTunes, you can listen to us by subscribing to Like It Matters Radio. And there you'll have it in podcast form. And please, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash L-I-M Radio. So today we're talking about mind your business. What is that business? That is people. You got to know how people work. You got to know there's only three ways we see any situation. First position is self, second position is other, and third position is overview. And overview is the ability, like we do, to look at something like we're watching a videotape, to kind of look over it and, re- and pick up any data that we might miss. I told you that there are basically only three roles an effective leader can be, an effective person, I should say, can be. And that's one as a leader, that's two as a conduit, which is a pass-through agent, and that's three as a warrior. We gotta be fighting the good fight because there's a battle waging around us, and if you're not fighting it, you're losing it. Uh, fighting for the innocence of your wedding bed, uh, fighting for the sanctity of your marriage, fighting for the purity of your children, fighting for market share, fighting the good fight. 
boy, there's a lot of people fighting to get one of these Democrats elected, and then there's a lot of people fighting to get Trump reelected to continue to make America move in the path that it used to be on. And so today I just want to give you a couple of what I call HR 101s, some basic truths about human beings. Uh, the first one is that we're natural-born procrastinators. you got to get this. You know, when I was a single dad, I was always on the go, and uh, uh, I'd always tell my kids, hey, we're leaving at noon. Make sure you're ready to go. And so I'd go and be ready to go at noon, and there's faith fully ready to go. Uh, and my other son, uh, my son at the time, just Christian, only had one at the time, uh, he was never ready. So we're ready to leave, walk out the door, and Christian doesn't have his shoes on. And so I'd say, Christian, where are your shoes? And what would he say to me? I don't know. And then knowing how the mind works, I would just restate the question. Well, if you did know, where would they be? And then he'd say, by my bed. And see, that's the number one way we procrastinate. We basically don't want to deal with it. That's what Christian was doing. He said, Dad, I'd rather you deal with it. That's what procrastination is. We put off. We don't want to deal with it. And let's be honest. Uh, if you don't know your marriage is broken, then you don't need to deal with it. If you don't know coaches doing some things he shouldn't be doing to your kid after practice, then you don't need to take a look at your lifestyle choices and, and, and be where you're supposed to be instead of somewhere else, right? So we procrastinate. We don't deal with things. And so Dr. William Marston, who's by some considered the father of adult learning, told us back in the 1920s that adults learn in chunks of information. At that time, it was seven plus or minus two. But we've become a lot more single-minded, simple-minded. And so you need to know there's only three things that you can really hold on to, maybe four or five, depending on your mental capacity, at a given time. And so you need to know that there are three things to become your dreams. And because we're natural-born procrastinators, you got to know this. you got to want it. you got to create it. you got to live it. you got to create desire, creative discontent. That stirs people up. If they can't do it themselves, they need people around them to stir them up. That creates a creative discontent. And then you, they want something different. So now you got to create it. you got to begin with the end in mind. You know, in other words, go to the end, see yourself accomplishing your mission. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? What does that smell like? What does that taste like? And then the third part, you come back to the beginning and you live it. You work the plan. See, it's simple, structural. You got to know without desire, nobody's going to do anything. Without desire, people aren't going to keep going. Without a creative discontent, people will not get off a of status quo to do something different. That's why it said a, a, an addict will never get help until they hit rock bottom. In other words, until the pain is so great that it creates in them a desire to do something different. That's what it's talking about. And so you got to understand that we're natural born procrastinators. So a lot of times, leaders, we got to help other people do things. We got to motivate them. Motivate means to move people. We've got to encourage them. Those are roles of a leader. You got to realize that hurting people hurt people. It's a universal law. You can ban all the guns you want. You can ban all the knives you want. People find a way to hurt other people. Left to default on autopilot, hurting people hurt people. It's a wounded bear. It's you go to touch an animal with a wound you didn't know and they'll bite you. Didn't mean to, but you hit a sore spot and then we block and we attack. We block and we attack. We are great martial arts experts as human beings. We block and we attack. And so you got to know that hurting people on their own device will hurt other people. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can make a shift. You can reframe it. You can make the choice. And now you can take your pain to help other people. You can realize that pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. 
Another truth you need to know about people is any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. You must know this. Your dog knows this. Your cat knows this. A horse knows this. Uh, my four-and-a-half-year-old Benaya, who's very manipulative, knows this, right? Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. So you got to be aware of what are those behaviors you reinforce. And by the way, when I say a positive outcome, it doesn't mean it's something good. Maybe someone wants attention, and they get that attention through getting spanked or getting yelled at. But at least they got your attention. If you're looking for logical, stop it. One thing I learned about human beings a long time ago, we might be analytical, but we are illogical. Uh, How does someone who's been raped blame themselves? How does a kid from a divorced family blame themselves? That's illogical. So you got to understand this. Number three, we are little meaning makers. That's what logotherapy is all about. We're meaning makers. In other words, we're always looking for meaning. Why, Daddy? When I do this, this happens. Why does it happen? Why do people take advantage of me? Why, whenever I give my all, does it never work out? Don't you see what someone's doing? They're creating belief systems. They're connecting dots. And why does that matter? Because by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. The majority of their map of reality is in place. This is why you got to know that there's only three places we can live. We have a comfort zone, we have a fear zone, and we have a panic zone. Our comfort zone is what's familiar to us. And by the way, just because it said comfort zone does not mean it's comfortable. Let's be honest. There's a lot of people living an uncomfortable life. There's a lot of people living in misery. There's a lot of people that are choosing the enemy they know versus the enemy they don't know. And so you got to realize that we do this stuff. We live in this comfort zone. Outside of our comfort zone is where you'll find fear, false evidence appearing real. And that's where we grow outside our comfort zone. But that's also where we face fear. And because it's false evidence appearing real, but because we give it so much credence, so much power, we let it shut us down and knock us back into our comfort zone, our familiar zone. And the key with fear is it's false evidence appearing real. It's a straw man. Once you function at a high level in a zone called fear, you become comfortable in it. It becomes your brand new comfort zone. And that's the key to life. Keep pushing your comfort zone because fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. Fear is nothing more than a chemical response to what you're thinking about. And so when you realize you can feel the fear and do it anyways, everything changes. And then the zone outside of that is panic. And you can function for a very short period of time, but do not forge your mail. Keep pushing your comfort zone. What became, what used to be familiar uh, now moves behind you. What used to bring about fear now becomes familiar. What used to bring about panic just elicits a little bit of fear. And then you can realize you can feel the fear and do it anyways. So you got to know how people work. You got to know the leadership loop. You got to know what drives us, what stirs us up. You got to know what brings hope. Why? Because we're all in the people business. And today I'm encouraging you to mind your business. If you need help with your business, reach out to me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, hi. My name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And we're the owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. 
South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176.